You're listening to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I'm your host, Ida Glovic. I photograph intimate weddings and elopements in Europe. This is the show where I provide overwhelmed wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools, and resources needed to build a thriving brand and business. Welcome back to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. I just want to start off by saying that you can probably hear that my voice is a bit rusty, a little bit like Phoebe from Friends, if you can remember that episode where she thought she had a nice, sexy voice. Maybe that's what it is, so let's go with it. But the truth is, hey, um, I wasn't even sure if I can record today, and I just figured, let me do it because I've promised that I'm going to come out with an episode every two weeks on Wednesdays, and I want to keep my promise. And the thing is, I actually got COVID. Yeah. After dodging it for the past couple of years. And yeah, this wedding season also, which I was afraid was going to happen, but I took as many precautions as I can. And now that the season's over, it just decided to come and find me, which sucks. So, like, it wasn't too bad to be honest, but <clears throat> recovery seems to be taking a little while. Still have a cough. So I hope that you can bear with me on this episode and uh, yeah, hear about my experience this wedding season shooting with my Sony a7 IV, which I was super psyched about when I got it. And now that I've shot many weddings using it, I have to tell you, I absolutely love this camera. So that's already a spoiler alert, but I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what I love about it and tune in to the end of this episode because we have a first for this podcast. Tim has agreed to come on for a couple minutes and share a little bit about the Sony a7R5 that just came out. And so, yeah, I'm super glad that he's agreed to do it. So please support him. Maybe send him a DM if he checks his Instagram at all. Telling him how awesome he was coming on. So maybe he'll come on back in the future. Anyway, let's get started. Thank you for being here. And if you have any questions, you know that you can always reach out, um, write me an email or send me a DM. So for the longest, I shot weddings with the Canon 5D4 as my main camera and the Canon 5D3 as my backup camera. After debating for about a year if I should upgrade to the Canon R6 or Sony a7 IV, I decided to make the switch to Sony. What was clear from the start is that I was ready to move on from DSLR cameras to mirrorless cameras. Just to give you a quick recap, my husband Tim switched to Sony already back in March 2018 when the Sony a7 III came out. He then later added the Sony a7R III to his kit. He always told me how much he loves Sony, but it took me a while to jump on board because I kind of wanted to stick with Canon. At the end of the day, we realized that it made more sense for us to buy two Sony a7IVs, take one each, and then I would take a Sony a7III as my backup camera. Before I continue, I encourage you to listen to one of my most popular podcast episodes. It is episode 17, Gear Talk with Magic, Sony a7 IV for Wedding Photographers. Magic is one of Sony's Europe imaging ambassadors and we talked in detail about the benefits of mirrorless cameras and the several features of the Sony a7 IV camera. Today, instead of getting too technical, I just want to give you my honest thoughts on the Sony a7 IV after using it to shoot weddings this past wedding season. It has fundamentally changed the way that I work weddings. 
I also encourage you to go to the show notes of this episode. I have linked out a blog post where I've uploaded images from a wedding gallery from this past season where you can see that I used the Sony a7 IV and some images also from the Sony a7 III. I encourage you to hop on over there and have a look at how those images turned out. Okay, so my favorite thing that I love about the Sony a7 IV is that it fits perfectly into my hands. Nowadays, whenever I decide to pick up my Canon 5D4, I realize just how bulky and heavy it is. For example, this past summer, I was in Bologna, Italy with my mom. We were walking around, and that's why I took my Canon. Like, I literally didn't want to risk having my Sony out on the streets. And it was just so annoying. It was huge. I had to put it always in front of my face to shoot. And it was just inconvenient. The most annoying part is that I have to pull the camera up to my face to take a photo. I need to always use the optical viewfinder. Shooting mirrorless, I have become so accustomed to using the rear screen that it makes it hard to go back to the old ways. But I must point out that if it is extremely bright outside, I do find myself looking through the electronic viewfinder to make sure that my exposure is on point. In terms of shooting weddings, I've noticed how much more confident I've become. The automatic focus modes of the Sony a7 IV are so good, I no longer have to worry about my images not being sharp like I used to when I used to use my Canon. When I used to take my Canon on shoots, during the culling process, I would notice many images that were out of focus. That is certainly not the case right now. I barely have images where I miss the focus. I usually use the autofocus continuous AFC with the face eye priority set on. And I must say the tracking capabilities of this camera is amazing. And might I add, the joystick is next level. I use it all the time. Of course, as a professional photographer, it is important to fully understand your settings and the way that your camera performs in different situations. And I'm the first to admit that there was a learning curve. But once I had it down, I no longer had to think much about it. Now, when I'm at a wedding, I mostly focus on capturing special moments for my couples on their wedding day. I must say that I've noticed that since I do not have the camera in front of my face all the time, it makes it way easier for me to connect with my couples and their guests. I particularly like using the silent shutter in certain situations because it is so quiet that I can move around capturing candid moments like a ninja. Additionally, it has become so much easier to get different angles without having to move much. For example, the flip screen allows me to shoot the dance floor from up top when there's a huge crowd or from the bottom to get a unique perspective. And clearly, photographers are always curious about the lenses other photographers are using and I'm going to tell you exactly what my setup is on a wedding day. The Sigma 24mm 1.4 is by far my favorite lens and I keep it on my Sony a7 IV pretty much the whole time. On my Sony a7 III, I switched between the Sony 50mm 1.8 and the Sony 85mm 1.8. Yep, that's my setup, super simple and it works for me. Although I mainly photograph weddings, I also do film weddings from time to time. What I quickly noticed when filming was that it was hard for me to see if my focus was exactly where I wanted to be when I was looking at the rear screen, especially when it was super bright outside. I did not have this problem when I used my Canon camera. After doing some research, I decided to buy an external monitor from Shinobi that I can screw on top of the camera with the focus peaking turned on. Now filming using my Sony a7 IV is a breeze, except that there is a significant amount of weight added onto it.
As a side note, I must mention that I love that the Sony a7 IV has a quick video record button on top of the camera. It is absolutely convenient when I'm focused on taking photos but want to film something quickly. To wrap up my review, I want to mention that the files that come out of the camera are amazing. A little big, but still amazing. I thoroughly enjoy editing my images. I am able to bring back so many details from images that may have been somewhat overexposed or underexposed. I am personally happy with this dynamic range at 15 stops. And the images produced with a relatively high ISL come out pretty good and not so noisy. But for the most part, I find that I don't really need to push my ISO higher than 3200. I personally love the colors that come out of Sony cameras. I'm able to put my preset on it and make the necessary adjustments. If anything, I sometimes find myself spending time making tweaks to the white balance to get it just right. So whenever we have amazing technology that's going to fix the white balance problem, I'm all here for it. Now I'm going to have Tim come on to say a few words about the new A7R5. Tim, thank you so much for coming on the show. I am so excited to have you on my podcast, finally. All right, so the question I have for you is about the Sony A7R5, which I know you've been watching a bunch of reviews since it came out, and I want you to let us know what you're excited about. Are there any particular features that you think are such an upgrade from the Sony a 7 IV? I'm wondering, I know that you have the Sony a 7 IV and the Sony A7R3. Do you think you're going to upgrade to the Sony A7R5? Well, I think I will upgrade to the A7R5 because it has some features I really like. Uh, one of it's it's like um, it has finally has a, a medium RAW format, which I really was looking forward to because I don't need 16 megapixel on a wedding. Um, I prefer a smaller size, and it's also supposed to be a sharper image because it downsized from the full sensor readout. And um, then I also like it um, that they probably have a improved uh, white balance which is like also AI based somehow. I didn't read too much about it. I just heard that people said it actually really improved. So I'm really looking forward to have this improved white balance because this is one of the weaker parts of the A7R3. All right, thank you so much, Tim, for giving us a little insight on the new camera that's coming out. But to close up, I'd love to know one thing that you really love about the Sony a 7 IV and one feature that you would love to see an improvement on it. I really like the A7 IV um, for weddings because it has a lot of has the right amount of megapixels for me for taking all the all the sort of different pictures. Um, the low light is very good. Everything's actually really good. Autofocus is fast enough for me. What I actually don't like so much is really the back screen. Uh, it's really um, not that great, especially outdoor. You can't actually see anything on it. It's, uh, it's not sharp. It's really this is a big minus for the camera. But besides that, it's a really good camera. It's a very good all-around camera, also for filming, photos, everything's really nice. Yeah, funny that you said that about the rear screen, because that was one point that I did mention in this episode. Hey, like I said, if you have any questions about it, you can just write us an email. Write me specifically an email, ida at wedding-photography-podcast.com or shoot me a DM on Instagram at Ida Glovic. Thank you so much for tuning in today. So glad that you're here and have a lovely rest of the week. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. 
I'd love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For the show notes, head on over to www.wedding-photography-podcast.com. Cheering you on and until next time.